Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Oh, hey, up. What, what was that? Um, that was a sniff, a snort, or something, rather than your usual well, sigh. Uh, well, you you sort of stomped all over me patch last time with your sigh, so I thought yeah. I'd try something a bit different. What is it meant to be? More like a dagger to put me off. That it's short, short, sharp. Takes it's, that it's, Mortimer, Robert Mortimer. It's not an aggression thing. It's just something to just let me, you know, get in the place I need to be. Punctuates the um, uh, the thing. Oh well, that's nice. It's nice for the um, nice for the audience. For the first thing they hear is you sniffing, you know, tonsing up your nose. Well, well done, Andrew. Well, that's what you would call it. Um, okay, just well, trying to be the best man that I can be. No, the best man you could be would be, e.g., for example, to say, "Hi, all right, Bob. Welcome to Athletic Mints. Or, "Hi, Bob. That? Nice to see you." That kind of thing. Do you want me to do that? No, I don't actually. I'll give you a choice of name, though. Okay, Go you on. ready? Yeah. Number one choice for you this week, you can be Tits Muck Pudding. Nice. It is nice, isn't it? Yeah. It, it kind of fits I'm you. Almost, I'm almost tempted to just say, stop there, I'll be Tits Muck Pudding. Well, I, I, I'm going to give you all the choices because okay. look what's coming up. She's an arist- she's aristocratic, yeah? She'll solve a crime if one is placed into her, into her life. Her name is Lady Caramel. Oh, Mm, you like it? I do. I can see by your face. You can see yourself as Lady Caramel. <laughs> mm. Yeah, mm. that's a thing. She just she always has a caramel in her um, in her <laughs> mouth, gently melting. Um, you know what I mean to put you off there. Third one, Andrew, is Agent Neto. Now that I do like. You do like it, don't you? You don't see many Nettos around anymore. Have they gone? I think you don't them, know, them... would you? No, I think the Neto might have gone, but it was a trailblazer. Do you know what I mean? Neto was. was there before Little and Oldie. Yeah. Go on, Oldie Agent like... Neto. You could be Oldie Worldie if you want. Oh, what? <laughs> Oldie Worldie. Oldie Best. <laughs> Oldie President's Men. Oldie King's Horses. <laughs> Oldie King's Men. If you want a supermarket one. What's your choice? What is your choice? Now, Ronnie Hot Dogs is safe. That's safe, Andrew, right? That's a key So is it going to be Tits McPudding? Lady Caramel, Agent Neto. I've got to go Agent Neto. Agent Neto I can't resist that. Okay. It's autumn, Andrew. I love autumn. Do you? I love autumn. Go apple raid, noggy raiding. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Try some of the berries on the bushes. Play um, How Berry Dare You. See if you die or not. What's that? Go, well, you take you get one of these various berries that are growing in autumn. Try one and see if you die. Oh. Do you like going in the woods at autumn, starting a fire up? Make, make a fire, have some Wall's pork chipolatas and a bit of Bulmer's cider? Not really. I like a barbecue in the summer, but not, not autumn. No, I'm very much an autumn man. I love that. Hey, hey, 
Oh, hey, oh. Do you remember Bulmer's Cider? Do you? Do you? Do you remember Bulmer's Cider? Oh, I wonder if you do. Do you? I hope you do. In the four-part flagon. You could buy it when you're only 14. As long as one of your party had a brass hand. And I did. Yeah, your Bulmer's Cider. With a bit of observation humour, Andrew. Yeah, good. Hey, do you remember? Do you remember? Hey, hey, when all you had was a two-bar electric fire... Oh, and it got to autumn. Oh, chilly, you put it on, but one bar wasn't working. So you'd poke it with your brass hand, and a tuppenny or thruppenny bit would fall out of your anus. <laughs> Do you remember that, Andrew? Yay! Yeah, That's the there audience there remembering. Hey! 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 Listen! I tell you what you don't see anymore these days. Checkbooks. Do you remember them? He used to pay for everything with a cheque-book then. Bottle of pop, I'll just get my cheque-book. Packet of Tudor crisps, where's my cheque-book, Marion? Now it's all money. And have you seen them new five-pound notes? You can have someone's eye out with one of them. Yeah. That's not, I do remember them cheque-books. Yeah, massive, yeah. weren't they? Massive oh, checks. massive. You'd need two hands to carry one into the foundry, you know, if That's, you were paying for steel so, goods. Do you like how I went from... The past into the present with the five pound note bit. Yeah, it was quite as a journey of nostalgia right up to to like you know current sorrows a, about electronic a, money. A blast of of reality. Yeah, sort of yeah, spin and, the audience on its head. And is that your wife, Marion? I know she said, "Hey, get that, Marion." Yeah, I'm going to introduce Marion into it now. Yeah, hopefully. All right. So good. I've got more. Hang on. Here's oh, more. God. Listen. Oh, okay. Listen. Fucking listen. Here's a list of types of old cars. The Morris Marina, the Vauxhall Viva, the Austin Allegro, the Austin Maestro, the Hillman Avenger, the Mini Metro. Stop the clock, Ernie. Beautiful. Beautiful, Andy. I honestly, from my heart, I remember each one of them and it yeah, made me happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the warm glow of nostalgia there. Absolutely. Yeah, right. Here's one pitch. more, one more. Okay. I've got more. I've got more. I bought myself one of those air fryers the other day. Went and got some air from the barber down the road. Put it in the fryer. Oh, the smell was horrendous. Marion! <laughs> that's like, that's interesting because I remembered the air fryer, but uh, like it's, quite, it's almost like a sitcom, that. You and Marion got the yeah. wrong thing for the yeah. air fryer. Terrible stench. Mix-up stench. Yeah. You reckon there's some legs in that? Here's my challenge to you, Andy. I want like this gritty, like Sunderland sitcom, you and Marion, and all all the mishaps and goings on that happen at tea time in your council house. Yeah? Right, I'll, right, I'll do that for next time. Right, to, yeah, thank you. Would you like to have some questions from my wife, or is that seem inappropriate? Oh, bring it on. All right, first question. Uh, Andrew, are you ready for my first question? I am ready. Just relax, honestly. Um, it, I am relaxed. Which do you consider the superior chop? Lamb, pork or suey? Which do you consider uh, the, the, the superior? Good one. Um, for sheer volume, I'm going to go suey. He's gone for the chop suey. That's fair enough. That's absolutely fair enough. I would have gone for that too. Um, the wife thought that you might go for the lamb chop because it is delicious. It is, but you don't get a lot for your no, money. No, you don't. No, you don't. I, I mean, this is controversial. You probably just think I'm being like, like, like Mr. Rich, but I think you need upwards of eight lamb chops for a satisfactory dish. 
six you to know eight. What? Yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that, but I'm not a millionaire, so it's, it's out of my reach. Yeah, to they are a price, you, aren't they? You've come across as a bit of a twat there. Oh, well, fair, but I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that because I'm not going to sit down and say to the waiter, say, where do you eat at, at Frankie's, Frankie's Caf or whatever? And I'm not going to say, no, I'm absolutely fine with two, two lamb chops. Who do you think I am? You know, I'd like eight chops. Andrew, fine. Next, next question. Is your life a full-on disaster or just a crisis management situation? <laughs> It's a, good, it's a nice question. Hmm. Um, I reckon at this point in time, it's probably a, just a, an ongoing crisis management situation, just like from day to day. Right, Gio. It's not completely it's, it's collapsed. Not, not, not yet. It, I'm, I'm juggling a lot of bollocks. Just putting fires out here and there. Put, and yeah, 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 putting fires out on a daily basis. And, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll wake up in the morning and my first thought could be anything from, um, oh, Christ, here comes another day to, oh, shit, why am I still alive? Yeah. But you're hanging on in there. You know, you've not declared it a disaster area. Not you're yet. managing. Yeah? Good luck Thanks with it, Thanks for Andrew. that. Good luck with it. So it's time, Andy, for Gangs of the EPL. <laughs> I went to see the Borough play Arsenal last week down at the Emirates. See Arsenal, yep. you see the Borough play. I get there really early and there was a very nice Tesco just near the away end and I bought a couple of Scotch eggs and a massive strawberry yopla. Do you know the one that's about a foot tall? The yopla no. strawberry yopla. Okay, well, that's what I got. Now, I'm about two or three hours early because I have what's called a triple A pass. The, the A stands for access all areas, right? Now, this is right. a, exactly the same pass that, say, Tom Cruise would get or Barry Cryer would get if they were going to the Arsenal match. So, I mean, it's the top pass, yeah? I just want How did you get it? Well, because like, um, I'm, I applied for it, um, I've had art problems. Under a false name. And I've been on the telly. So, anyway, listen to my story, man. It says Gangs of the EPL. You can even oh, do the sting again them. if you want. Gangs of the EPL. Now, I'm right. there early. I have a good sniff round because I've got my AAA pass, yeah? Yeah. So, in, in the Emirates, you get up and down the different floors with in a lift. And I'm in the lift on my own with me, uh, and I see that the very bottom button is for the VIP car park under the stadium, Yeah. So I yeah. thought I'll go and have a look at all the flash cars and that because I'm not bothered about meeting people and having um, hot dogs and that. You're more so, interested in machines than men. Yeah, why not? You know, and so I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm down there and just having a look at all the lovely cars and suddenly I hear like hushed whispering. Hush, 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 hush. You know what I mean, whispering. Yeah. Uh, and I look, I'm behind a pillar and I look over and next to a white Porsche Panamera. Do you know that? It's a really posh car. No. No. Registration number Theo fourteen, <laughs> yeah. Well, there's Danny Welbeck, Theo Walcott, Oxley Chamberlain, all stood there, right? You can't see me now. They're wearing what you can only call uh, Peaky Blinder outfits. You know from that show? Do you know it? Yeah. So it's like yeah. tweed waistcoats, woolen trousers, cloth cap, big obnail boots. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm near enough to hear and Theo. <laughs> Theo's saying, right, I've had enough of that Spurs gang saying nasty things about us. 
unfavourable things, hurtful things, like we don't know how to use cash machines or that our mums still do our washing. Right, so, ooh, he's got a strap on, hasn't he? So just at Big this... Talk. Yeah, just at this point, Santi Casale, do you know him? He walks by on his way at the changing mm-hmm. rooms. He goes, Hola, Tio! You want to come to my banana and liquid tapas party tonight? It's well bent! Anyway, office lady says, no, we don't piss off sanity pants, right? And then um, Theo says, yeah, take your bullshit to another person or group of people. Do you know what I mean? We don't allow pigeon chests in our gang anyway. It's not a body shape we particularly appreciate. So he says, okay, hola. Right, so I'll get through it quick, Andy, I promise. Theo carries on. Now, they've had the early kick-off today, um, Spurs, against the Matt Damons, Bournemouth. So I reckon Harry Kane will be back at his mum's now for his tea and to get his chin polished. I say, after the match, we sneak out without telling Mr Wengvenger, go to his mum's and shout at him from the car. Hey, Chinny, Chinny drives a mini. Hey, where'd you get that chin? The butcher's off-cut spin. Mr. Giro is beautiful. You look like a fucking turnip farmer. <laughs> right, and then he says, Now my new car is so fast that if his dad comes out, we can be in France before he's got the end of his drive. Right, well, Dan- <laughs> Danny chirps in, says, says um, what, if it's, is, what, what, what if it's a lo- long driveway and, that, and he has a, an, an intercom, says Danny. Theo says, Well, we can press the button and say it's delivery for Harry Kane. And when they ask what it is, we can say it's a chin drainage and polishing system, or we could just shout fuck off, farmer boy, into the microphone part of the unit. Well, anyway, then I, I belched like I couldn't help it. It's because of them fucking yopla on top of the Scotch eggs, yeah? Yeah. So, come out, come out, whoever you are, it's a private club. What do you want, little bald bloke? I said, oh, I'm just looking for me, for me car. And um, Oxlade says, oh, God, he's from the north of England. What sort of car is it, a Fiat Panda? Ha, 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 ha. And Theo says, probably a Matchbox model car. I hope you've kept the package in, as it will be worth more, and you can sell it to buy food or pay for gas and electric. So at this point, Andy, God, this is long, I'm sorry, but at this point, Aito Karanka, yeah, he's the borough manager, he walks past and I thought he might serve me. So I go, all right, uh, all right, Aito, I said. And he <laughs> says, he goes, uh, <laughs> nice car, he says. And then he walks off. So that's not good to me, is it? Theo carries on. Like, like we said, this is a private club. You can't join us unless you know the secret password. So I said, well, it's Peaky Gooners, isn't it? He's nailed it, says Oxlade. <laughs> and I'm upset, says Danny. I can feel an injury coming on. <laughs> oh, that's just great, says Theo. We can't go on Operation Chin Chin with our security comprised. I says, so, look, I've got an offer for you, lads, because I know both the main Spurs gangs, as you know, Andy. I know the Sherwoods and the Whitehearts. I said, they're planning something big against your gang. I could find out the details for you, but I want something in return. Mm. What is it, says Theo? I said, you make sure, Theo, Oxlade, you make sure Arsenal don't score today. So they looked at each other. Then Theo says, all right, it's a deal. (laughs) So rest is history, Andy, nil-nil. Great result for the Borough. 
And now both the Spurs gang and Theo's gang think I'm working for them. So it's all good. And we got, you know, they didn't score. It was good to his word. Did you like the story? I enjoyed it immensely, especially the Peaky Blinders element. Yeah. I think I should learn my voices. Make a bit more effort to learn how each one speaks, but... Uh, well, I can't see anything because I just sit here and go. <laughs> <laughs> did you think all the way through? Did you think it was a, um, a little bit like Inglorious Bastards that script? Well, and it went on too long. <laughs> you, probably, you didn't then. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I've been at the cinema earlier today. Good for you. What are you going to say? I went to see that new one, that new miserable one, that um, I, I am Daniel Craig. I'm Daniel Blake. Daniel Blake, sorry. Daniel yeah, Blake, the yeah, the socialist one, yeah. The socialist movie, yeah, I went to see that. It was pretty... Um, Pretty miserable, yeah. Depressing, and afterwards, um, I was a bit, bit peckish, so I nipped into Nando's. Oh, right, just around the corner from the cinema. Thought I'd have a chicken burger or something, so I walks in and then sitting in one of the booths at the side, yeah, on his own. Guess who? What? Um, don't I don't know, Andy. Sorry, I don't you. know. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy Corbyn. Oh, the Corbyn! Wow, Jeremy Corbyn in Nando's. So he'd been to see the socialist film, I suppose. Well, that's what I thought, and all. And I says, um, "Hey, hey, Jezza, um, you been to see Daniel Blake?" Then he says, "No, no, it's my day off. I've been to see Jack Reacher. Never go back." <laughs> well, you know, right. he's entitled to. You know, he can't yeah. be. It can't be Daniel Blake seven days a week, can it? So I says, "Well, quite surprised to see you in here, Jeremy Nando's. You know, global restaurant chain." You know, yeah. scale sort of fast food place. He says, uh, do your fucking research. I think you'll find that Nando's is a Cuban collective that has spread across the globe, proving that capitalism can be ethical and finger-licking tasty. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, exactly. thought that through, wasn't he? lecture there. I didn't realise that was what Nando's was. I thought it was yeah. just like, you know, posh McDonald's. And um, on his plate in front of him, there's a load of chicken bones, which I was another he... surprise. Yeah, he's a veggie, isn't he? He's vegetarian. 
Yeah. Notorious vegetarians. I says, um, is that, is that, um, that your chicken you've been eating there, Jeremy? He says, no, it's Billy Braggs. He's just gone for a shit. So, you know, I don't know what Jeremy had been eating, but he's with Billy Bragg. And, yeah. Um, sure enough, any, uh, sure enough, um, Bragg yeah. comes out the out the gents a couple of seconds later. All right, Trickle. That's funny. I'll give it ten minutes if I were you, Jez. It's what I like to call an overwhelming mandate. <laughs> yeah. So he sits down and he starts chewing on one of the chicken bones. Corbin says, uh, I've reeled one in, Bill. Do your worst. I'm like, what the fuck's going on I here? don't know what that means. So, well, exactly. Billy Bragg yeah. says, uh, can I interest you in a pamphlet? It's about the government. It folds out into a poster so you can put it in your window. There's a communist leader word search on the back for if you've got kids and that, you know. Right. And I'm like, fucking hell, you know, what's going on here? Day off, apparently. Yeah. Still touting communist pamphlets. I'm like, you know, this is too much for me. So I just lied and I said I'd only come in to use the bog. Right. And seeing as, you know, Bragg had just come out with a 10-minute warning, I just uh, made me excuses and left. Right. And I, I, I went off and got a deer kebab somewhere else. Right, what well, deer kebab? What, what's that? Well, it's just like a kebab but you have it during the day. Oh, right, here. It's not a different. You know, like when you're sober. No. Okay. Did hey, Andy? So, did, did you get the leaflet though? No, no. No, you didn't take it. No, Jesus, no. I just got it there as quick as I could. ASAP. No, well, that's interesting. I um, because that's the first time you've seen Corbin like not at work, as it were. Yeah, at leisure. At leisure, Almost. and he likes a bit of Jack Reacher. He likes Jack Reacher, and he likes his Nando's. Yeah, I bet but, he sees um, a bit of Jack Reacher in him, really, you know what I mean? Well, who doesn't? I know I do. Right, Andy, I think it's time that I gave you an update about Mark Lawrenson. Um, yes, please. Source has been in touch, so um, you'll have to provide Mark's voice if you don't mind. That'll be a pleasure. So, I don't know if you remember, but last time Mark had had a cancer's dinner party, so Robson Green missed out once again on seeing Rafa Benitez. Yeah. So one morning last week, Mark's wife Belinda was washing his face with a Belinda wipe, and oh, Mark, right, yeah. Mark suddenly says, Barbara, I feel really sad about Robson not seeing Rafa, and he hasn't phoned me since. But Barbara, I feel really sorry about Robson not seeing Rafa, and he hasn't phoned me since. And Barbara says, oh, but I thought you two were best friends. So Mark says, yeah, so did I. I thought we were the best friends forever, but he won't even answer any of my WhatsApp messages. Yeah, so did I. I thought we were BFFs, best friends forever. But he's not even answering any of me uh, WhatsApp messages. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say, like, a little savoury bit of the Belinda wipe had got into Mark's mouth at that moment. <laughs> anyway, so I said, oh, you're in a pickle, aren't you? What are you going to do? And he says, right, I'm going to go into the shed and count all my screws and nails, because that always helps me, you know, calm down until I come up with an idea. Um, do you want to say that bit, Andy? No, no that's okay. quite long, I'll miss Because when he's upset, that's what he does. He goes to his shed and he, he counts all his nails and screws. It's understandable, so, yeah. He goes in there, he's counting them. What he does, he spills them all out on the floor and starts sizing them and putting them back in these, like, screw-top metal tins, you know, about 10 inches high. Do you know the sort of tin I mean? Like, right, metal yeah. tin, and you screw the top on tight. And every time he's filled one, he says, that's another bugger done. That's another bugger done. That's it. Then suddenly his wife knocks on Could the door. Be, you know. 
So, um, can I have another but, crack at that? Yeah, that's another bugger done. That's right. And then his wife knocks on the door suddenly with his phone and says, Mark, it's Robson Green on the phone. I think he's drunk. So Mark says, hello, Robson, long time no speak. Hello, Robson, long time no speak. Why would I want to speak to you, you total bastard? You promised me I'd meet Rafa Benitez, but I never, because you can't even organise a shit in the shit house. I swear if I don't get to meet Rafa Benitez, I'm going to firebomb me monster fishing gear and top me cell. Does he, does he shout like that on the phone? Does yeah. Green? Anyway, so Mark says, <laughs> look, hold on, Robson, where are you? Hold on, Robson, where are you? I'm at the outlet centre on the off chance that rapper Benitez's wife is here. He says, what do you mean? What do you mean? I'm going to kidnap Mrs Benitez and insist Rafa Benitez comes and picks her up. He says, well, look, just stay where you are. Don't do anything daft. I'm on my way. Look, stay where you are. Don't do anything daft. I'm on my way. Yeah, well, that's wow. Yeah, so it's getting the story going, isn't it? I'm, really I'm on my way. Character, I think. Yeah. So he rushes out, gets into his Hyundai, and drives top speed, thirty mile per hour, to the outlet centre. He takes his tin and nails with him because he thinks, hey, these might calm Robson down if he has something to count. You know what I mean? Yeah. When he gets there, he finds Robson sat with Mrs. Benitez having a cup of coffee outside Greg's. Jesus, Robson, what have you done? Says Mark. Jesus, Robson, what have you done? Don't worry, Mark. Do you know Mrs. Rafa Benitez? We just bumped into each other by chance, and it turns out she's a big fan of extreme fishing. She's phoned up Rafa, and he's on his way here to meet us. All right, that sounds smashing. Do you mind if I join you? All right, that sounds smashing. Do you mind if I join you? Right, not at all. So they sit for a while, then suddenly there's a bit of a commotion along the way, and there is Rafa walking towards them with his security guard. Well, Mark, he's quite formal, Mark, he gets up to, he wants to get up to greet them. But as he does so, he knocks his canister of nails onto the floor. Shit. Right? Well, yeah, well, Rafa and his security guard immediately think it's a nail bomb, something to do with ISIS, yeah? yeah. So the security officer punches Robson on it like the side of his tits <laughs> and, and squirts some spray into Mark's face before grabbing, grabbing Mrs Benitez and rushing her and Rafa away from the outlet centre. <laughs> oh, fuck, says Robson. I sometimes think later I'm never going to meet Rafa Benitez. And Mark puts his arm round him and says, yes, that was a bit of a screw-up on my part. <laughs> yes. That was a bit of a screw-up on my part. And Robson says, oh, fuck off, you useless twat. <laughs> and that would like be the... That's kind of the end of the story. Mark's nice. little joke didn't really pull it round, but... Mm. It's a shame. I feel getting... Free, I've, I sometimes feel more sorry for Mark with his Belinda wipes and, you know, and what have you, but I feel a bit sorry for uh, Robson this time. Can we just have a quick game of yes no before we move on? Cause yeah. But did you say it a little bit quickly like that? Can we just have a quick game of a... yes no? Can we just have a quick game of yes no? Yeah, of course we can. I'll play. I'll always go. play I'll, yes I'll no. Do it. I'll, do it like, I'll do it like Gladys Pugh from Heidi High if you like. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> All right, yes no. Here we go. Oh, Crazy no. golf. Yes. Water polo. No. Pol Pot's knackers. <laughs> of course, yes. 
Yes. Oh, we're not doing One out of three. One out of three. The knackers, I presume. I'm never going to tell you. You're not going to tell me. So, have we got anything else to cover, Andy, do you think? I think we've pretty much covered it now. Well, I've got a Scottish song, you know, if, you, if you'd like me to do it. That'd be good. I know you're not that keen on them, but it's a little Scottish song. You give it a go now and again, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Let's hope you can pull this one off. And you'll cut it out if it's uh, if it's not up to scratch. Yeah, definitely. Okay. This is the tale of Stuart McDermott, a tall, wiry boy of little conversation, but plenty thought. Thought. Not lonely, but always on his own. Not depressed, but reflective and gentle in his manner. Like most of the younger men on the island, he dreamt every day of leaving to start life on the mainland. There was only himself and three other males surviving on the mull, for in the previous nine months, thirteen men had died. Thirteen men had died. When he imagined life on the mainland, he saw himself striding into Thompson's hail bar and demanding that his shoes be reshod on one of their complicated revolving machines, or whistling at the lasses as they gathered around the bollards preventing vehicles entering the housing estate. He even saw himself sat in Coster Coffee, drinking hot chocolate, and been handed the Wi-Fi code by the lassie with tats to spare. Now, for several years, Stuart had been researching the geology of the small island and inquiring of the older generation about the infamous Hellpot Hole. It was reputed to be the home of an unusual beast with whom a deal could be struck to escape the clutches of the godforsaken isle. His research had led him to a small... (laughs) His research had led him to a small inlet... Confusingly absent from all maps and records, and fenced off with barbed wire on which locals had hung various charms and warning birds. <laughs> but his desire to leave was strong. <laughs> and so and so he tunnelled under the barrier using the using the exhaust pipe from a Lambretter scooter. That had dropped out of a plane and landed on the moors, killing a man on impact. As he clambered down the hinny to the entrance of the hellpot hole, he felt a fear and foreboding usually reserved for those who dared to stroke a bull's balls with a fistful of nettles. Entering the cave, he was immediately struck by the stench of boiled onions, and sure enough, he quickly saw a figure bent over a large cooking pot, stirring onions in a rolling boil of water. The figure was naked but covered in hair, a branch snapped beneath his feet, and the figure slowly turned its head toward him. Stuart made to run, but his feet were now stuck by a sticky substance that was leaking from the base of the onion pot. The beast was now fully turned, and Stuart whimpered as he saw that it had the face of Benny Hill. (laughs) The face... (laughs) The face of Benny Hill. The face of Benny Hill. Do you like boiled onions? Said the beast. I fucking do. In fact, I can't get enough of the wee sweet bastards. 
the beast plucked an onion out of the pot and held it unscalded in his hand as he approached Stuart with the onion held the front of him. I sense you want to leave the island, boy. I, I do, said Stuart. <coughs> You'll be wanting to visit Thompson's to have a keycut on their complicated machine and other such mainland nonsense, I guess. Aye, that's right, said Stuart. We'll take a bite of the onion child. I will assure you passage through Hellpot and on to a series of chambers to the mainland. But there is a price to be paid. I'll pay that price, said Stuart, and he grabbed the onion and buttoned to it. As he chewed, the beast held up a gilded mirror for Stuart to gaze upon. And what he saw brought about his instant demise, simply from the shock of it. He had the face of Louis Suarez. The face of Louis Suarez. The face of Louis Suarez. And that's the end of the tale of Stuart. So that's my Scottish tale, Andy. Mm, you know, you said song. Yeah. At the beginning there. Yeah. It, it, wasn't really a song, was it? No, but I always imagine it, like, in my mind, it's got one of those, is it a harmonium or whatever, behind, like, right. yeah. behind it? Like, who's the fellow who used to do it? Oscar? Oscar. I have a cutler. I have a cutler. Right. That's how I think of it. So, I suppose, yeah, if you could, uh, you put some of that on for me, then I reckon if, you'd have a song on your hands. I, I might go out and get one. I might go down the tip and see if there's a one lying around. Yeah, there's usually seven or eight at the tip, yeah. Yeah. Forming a, uh, forming a barrier to stop the Sunderland folk jumping in. I'll do in. that first thing tomorrow. Right. Okay, well, look, tomorrow, Andy, um, let's just say I'm off to Middlesbrough to see us play Bournemouth. Right. You you are playing Arsenal. We've got Arsenal you, in the lunch, what they call the lunchtime kickoff. The lunchtime, you can have a day kebab with that. So, just for once, could we just wish our respective teams a bit of luck for tomorrow? Let's have a couple of North East victories. <sighs> good, good luck, Sunderland. And, and Middlesbrough, thank you. And Middlesbrough. And good luck to Sunderland and Middlesbrough from me as well. So I'll, I'll, I'll see you next week. Thanks very much. Goodbye. Bye. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.